Welcome to the Undercaffeinated Podcast, a weekly podcast for educators who don't have time to listen to a podcast. Kind of like us. Each week, we'll cover a different topic in education in just about five minutes. Our goal is to share bite-sized chunks of PD so that you can join us when you're driving your kids around, preparing dinner, making copies during prep, or really doing just about anything. This is PD for real teachers who are real tired. We are undercaffeinated teachers coming to you from Las Vegas. This is Joelle Masseri, Ashley Pierce, and Erin Kiger. Hi there, and welcome to episode 18 of the Undercaffeinated Podcast. Today we're going to discuss Go Formative. Ashley, of our trio, you're the resident expert on Go Formative, so I, for one, am super excited to learn from you. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Oh my gosh, Go Formative. Okay, so this is currently a tool that I use on a daily basis. That's how much I love it and my students love it. Um, Now remember, I teach in a virtual world, so it's a little bit different. Um, But I, okay, so the number one reason why I love this is because I can track my students' work live. So just like you would in the brick and mortar classroom, walk around and look at some work. Um, it's, it's kind of like the same thing, but I get to see what everybody's doing all at the same time in front of me, no walking around necessary. Um, (laughs) and so I love it because there's just, there's so many options with it. What, um, okay. So tell me about these options (laughs) because right in a brick and mortar, I'm looking at their paper and that sort of thing. So what, what exactly am I looking at? Right. So there are, um, you know, with any, with any kind of program, I think in education, we have a free version and we have a paid version, right? Of um, course. With GoFormative, their free version actually offers a lot. Um, and there's a variety of different question types. So I kind of like to think of GoFormative as um, Google Forms, just amped up a little bit. Um, it's really That's easy to put together just like Google Forms are, um, but it it kind of adds some pizzazz to it. So we have our, you know, short answer, your essay answers, your multiple choice, um, you know, check all that apply, true, false, all that. But my favorite of all of the options is the show your work feature, which is included in their free version. But for math, I mean, how hard is it, you know, when you're doing a Google Form, there's not a place for the kids to show their work. Um, right. And so within Go Formative, you can assign, um, you know, I'm doing fractions right now. So I can assign the, an adding fractions problem and I can see every step that they're going through and it's as they're doing it. So if they write something and then they Stop. erase it, I can see it right there. Seriously. Yes. Wow. It's so cool. And that's, so, that's free. That's free. So that's what I use every single day is the show oh work feature. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is crazy exciting. Oh my gosh. I'm so, so remember when we were talking a couple weeks ago about quizzes? Yes. Sure. And I said performance tasks. Like if you're if you're trying to do some performance task practice, go formative is your go-to. Like this is exactly it. 
Oh my gosh. And I had forgotten you said that. And I kid you not, I'm listening to you. I'm like, this would be great for performance. <laughs> but really the idea came from you. So kudos to you. Yeah. So that's actually, I mean, I started using it and loved it and I use it every single day. And I've kind of entered into um, a, a co-teaching model um, in the virtual environment. So now there's two teachers in our classroom. And let me tell you, we can sort groups like nobody's business using this <laughs> because it's so fast. You can see right away if they're on track or they're not, um, just by looking at those first couple of steps into the problem. And does oh, it wow. save a recording of it so you can go back and show them or use in a conference or is it live like in the moment and then it's gone? How yeah. So work? you can see it just live. There's no recording of their work, okay. um, which, Hey, go formative. Maybe that would be a really cool feature, <laughs> but a lot of storage. Um, but no, you can just, it just for yourself to kind of monitor, um, you can see what they're doing as they're doing it. So if they're, you know, start to type a sentence and then they go back and they erase it, you can see like, hey, you just had all this stuff written and now it's gone. Um, so you know that they're kind of going back and going through it. So one of the things that I love to use this for um, is I've kind of gotten really big into showing students their work and having them kind of, I, I call it be the teacher and they get to like, you know, check the work. But the biggest problem with that is you don't want them to see whose work is whose, right? Right. Goal formative has a feature where you can put everybody's responses up, but you hide the names. So you can click hide names and you, the teacher can go back later and see the names, but you can put up everybody's work for everyone to see and just hide the names and nobody will know whose work is whose. So that is super fun. That's and awesome. What I love to do that with that is I have something that I do called the greatest mistake. And it's usually just like a warm up or an entry. And I put up, you know, someone who solved the problem incorrectly. Um, I put it up on the board and the kids have to find where the mistake is and be able to explain it and why that student made a mistake. And, you know, I preface it by saying like, hey, you know, we all make mistakes. It's part of learning. But thank you for making this mistake because now we all get to learn from it, um, which is super powerful. And and I just, I tell them, you know, I don't even know who this belongs to because there's no name on it. So I don't even remember. So if it's yours, don't say anything. You know, you don't have to say <laughs> Which sometimes it's kind of tough. You know, the kids might want to be vocal and say like, oh, I learned what I did wrong, which is super powerful as well. That is Awesome. So you're really back to the performance test. You're really using this for like the higher DOKs, like explain the thinking, get really dig deep into how the students are processing these questions and being able as opposed to just, here's my answer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's, it's powerful to get Okay. Okay. Um, sorry. Did I cut out? Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Just keep going. <laughs> it's all good. Um, no, I was saying, I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's great for all different levels of questions. Um, you know, even the simple questions, um, working on writing out a complete sentence with capital letter at the beginning and a period at the end, like, you know, really simple task, but a really mm -hmm. quick way to monitor that. 
um, which in the virtual world is something that our students majorly struggle with um, because they're so used to just that quick, you know, that texting talk. Um, And so, so, you know, just having something that you can kind of monitor and, and almost progress monitor through it. I mean, it's quick. That's fantastic. So what I'm hearing you say is I love you recommend it. it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. If you're not using it, you should definitely get into it. It's super easy to organize. Um, you know, you, you create an assessment. There's a huge library of assessments if you want to kind of get into that. Um, with anything new, I do say just take some time and play around with it first um, just to kind of mm-hmm. get yourself familiar. And then um, just go for it. I mean, it's quick and easy. I will say um, there's a feature to where you can create accounts for your students. And um, I would say almost doing assigning it to guest students is easier than creating accounts for your students. Um, Because when you assign it to guest students, you know, if you have another class coming in because there's a teacher out, you don't have to worry about those logins. You just have it assigned to guest students and um, your kids will type in their names and, you know, you don't have anything to worry about. It'll keep their data. Okay. But it also does, um, talk to Google classroom. So they don't necessarily have to have accounts. They just can connect the two, right? Exactly. So it it links up perfectly. So you've got a couple of choices there. Yes. So if you're not using GoFormative, get on it. I am getting on it. I love the inspiration. Thank you so much. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. So here's our question. Like, Ashley explained how she uses GoFormative. We want to know, because Joelle and I both uh, want to use this a little bit more, a lot bit more. Um, Why do you use GoFormative? How are you using GoFormative? Let us learn from you. So, Please, out on the Twittersphere, in Instagram, let us know. Thank you for joining us. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at undercaffeinated, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.